The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to Be Amplified. We are live in Washington, D.C., and we are also live on Facebook. I don't know what episode this is, Anil, but we are so glad that the journey of Amplified has led us to you today while you are making a, a part of your tour with Bill Walsh. So uh, how do you like D.C.? you get to D.C. often? You know, I, I've been here a few times, and it's such a great energy. We, we walked around. My son was with me. We met some people. We just had a, a great time. And today was a beautiful day. Oh, my goodness. Well, in case you don't know who Anil Gupta is, Gita is going to be kind enough to give a beautiful introduction. Gita, are you ready? Absolutely. Shall I take it away? Take it away. It's all you, live. Thank you so much. I'm Gita Krishnan here, and welcoming each and every one of your listeners to this amazing, astoundingly beautiful interview with Anil Gupta. Anil, I I just heard uh, your interview with... Uh, Mike Tyson, it was just so amazing, just so beautiful, filled with gratitude. And I want to share so much more about Anil. Anil is an electrifying catalyst for profound change who has devoted his life to helping people rise out of pain and blockage into overflowing abundance, happiness, and fulfillment. He has a gift for identifying blocks and patterns that are keeping a person stuck and uses his intuitive gifts to reconnect people with their spirit, truth, and life's purpose. And it wakes up people's souls to live a richer, fuller life and ultimately to realize their greatness. His reputation as an intuitive transformer has taken him to many countries where he has been calling every person so close to his heart. He has been called upon to work with people with to clear their minds out of dated beliefs and life patterns that are keeping them stuck in their lives. People are ready and eager to heal their personal pain and relationship issues, and he has been blessed with the knowledge and tools now to make that possible in a unique and rapid manner. That is so amazingly profound, Anil. Thank you so much for being here. And only today I received a beautiful email from you and it was so 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 much connected with what I do about writing down the gratefulness that what we have something that we have and not looking forth and wanting more or looking towards not having anything that uh, that's something so profound I wanted to share it before uh, I, I transfer it over to Ken just to welcome you even more <laughs> Thank you, Gita. And again, Anil, namaste. What, what you can't hear 
and stomach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a big yeah. namaste to you. <laughs> uh, emergency bathroom about six feet away. <laughs> well, I'm not going to eat a. I'm not going to eat a toilet. You know, I'm, I'm hungry for food. <laughs> so we just got these shirts today, and uh, Neil is the recipient uh, of the new shirt. Hold this side for a second. Okay. We got to let all the sponsors be shown. So we have. Voice America, Live Loco Love, Bonnell, and Digital Footprint will be a digital footprint. Here you go, Terry. Go ahead and take a nice picture of this. And here you go, Anil. Thank you so much. <clears throat> so I am really excited that you are able to join us for the show. I'm even more excited. I got to see you a couple times in the last uh, month or so, and yeah. we were able to find out that you're going to be in D.C., and we have this nice, quiet place to do the uh, interview, while tomorrow you're going to be at Bill Walsh's event on your tour. Yeah, um, it'll be uh, at the um, convention center. Uh, it's a big expo, so there'll be at least 6,000 people there. Well, thanks for bringing them. For nice <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, we were just talking that you were at Sage, and it was because Bill Walsh invited you to that. Correct. I got the the infamous photo of Anil holding a cute smiling card, which today you held a uh, cute smiling in Indy. Yeah, I got it here somewhere. In, in this book right here, and there is a color version, a black and white version, you are not only in this book, but you're uh-huh. honored in this book for the book that you wrote that is related to smiling, which is Immediate Happiness. Fantastic. And I think there's uh, like there's 30 chapters, 36 chapters in here? 39. 39. Oh, 39. Well, I guess technically 42, 42 count yeah. stories. So I, uh, I asked you before the interview what your favorite chapter was, and I'll ask you again live. It's forgiveness. Uh, forgiveness is the express pathway to freedom. Uh-huh. The quality of your life is dependent on the depth and authenticity of the forgiveness you're able to extend. It's a really big part of people's lives. And before forgiveness, I had read a chapter about uh, fighting and that you, that you at one time fought regularly with your wife and you decided you didn't want to fight anymore. Uh, it really, it's, it, 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 it's so painful going through that fight with someone that you care and love. And the only thing that brought it about was awareness, because awareness gives you clarity, and that's what people are missing. But you cannot get clarity without awareness. And from the clarity, you get focus. From focus, you get action. From action, you get results, ultimately leading to success, fulfillment, bliss, joy, happiness, everything. So the muscle that you have to work on is awareness. And how do you work on that muscle? Well, you know, I, I love to be practical. That's why I wrote the book, Immediate Happiness. So if you have a post-it note with the word awareness written on it on your computer, laptop, in the bathroom, or you can uh, wear a handkerchief with a knot in it. Every time you notice the knot in the handkerchief, that will remind you to be aware. You could have a a wristband or a rubber band, elastic band, whatever you call it in this country. Every time you notice it, uh, I I don't want you to ping yourself, but just uh, if you notice that. Uh, or you can have your phone remind you uh, with a special tone every two to three hours. Mm-hmm. And then a beautiful thing happens. You become aware of being aware. And that's a beautiful experience. Where did you learn this? With a lot of pain. You know, um, I've been through so much pain and uh, through adversity. And it's through that adversity um, that you decide who you're going to become. I, I could have become a victim and I could have done something very mm-hmm. seriously uh, bad. And <laughs> that's not good English, but... I, I, I could have committed suicide. And from that pain, I, I grew. And from that pain, I became a different person. So it's not what happens in life. And I know that a lot of you are going through struggles, are going through pains. Uh, some of you may even be suffering. And some of you may be even contemplating suicide. Please, please, please do. 
know that you are worthy, you are strong. It's not about you. The moment you take away you from the equation, the moment you give, the pain and suffering disappears. So start giving right now. So I want to go a little further in that conversation, but before I do, I want to tangent that you gave a gift to Terry. Terry Brennan is here from the Umbrella Syndicate, and he had an in-depth conversation with you. He's a very spiritual person, and I I enjoyed the dialogue so much. I said, let's do Facebook Live, and you helped him discover clarity is his gift, and that's just uh, after awareness. So he got clarity on clarity. How cool is that? (laughs) That's pretty cool. That's why I thought it was pretty cool, a tangent. So so that the audience knows that it may, I mean, this is a personal question, and by all means, if it's too personal, don't answer. Yeah, it's too personal. Okay. I'm going to ask the one that's not personal. Here's the one that's not personal. So what was uh, so tough in your life that you had to get through, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, it was um, November 20th, 2008. I had lost everything financially. i have been gambling. Really, it was gambling on the stock market. And we had some properties that we had to let go of. The house had to go, the cars, everything. And it was the worst time of my life. And I remember telling my wife, honey, we've lost everything. And she said, what do you mean? And I explained it to her. She said, no, you made one big mistake. I thought, oh, no, she's going to haunt me for the rest of my life over this one thing. She said, no, honey, you haven't lost everything. You still have me and still have the kids. We'll, we'll be with you wherever you go. We'll sleep in the street if we have to. Wow. And if you have that sort of support, nothing else matters. Then she said, I might start crying here, guys. So I, have a new, I have a new shirt. Okay. I have to take the shirt. I need tissues. So then she said, I knew there was something wrong, and I, and, uh, I thought it was something serious. And then I said, honey, this is serious. She said, no. I thought you had cancer. I thought you were dying. Hmm. That's what she was worried about. It wasn't the money. And I said, what about the money? She said, honey, I've never asked you for money. But please, whatever you do at home, Ask your partner, what is it that they want? Because as, as males, as, as breadwinners, we think that the, our ladies, our people in our lives want money or something, but they don't. Ask them what they want. Ask them their biggest fear. And I'll tell you the biggest fear is that, of losing you. So look after your health. Look after your relations. Two most important things in life, health and relationships. And going back to the fighting that you said that you were able to dispense with, what was the solution? Oh, it's, it's magical. So we worked out a word that we have to use any time that there's a fight, no matter who's right, no matter how angry we are, that if either of us use this one word, and the word is cease fire, in the moment you use that, we have to stop. And at the beginning, it's hard. Now, when we approach an argument, I know that she's going to use it, or I know I'm going to use it, so there's no point going ahead. Right. It's like a nuclear deterrent, you know? So it's very powerful. So that's the stop of the fight. What's the, uh, what's the resolution? Well, we just let it go, and then we say, honey, look, you know, how can we agree? And sometimes can we agree not to uh, agree, or can we agree to disagree? And at the end of the day, nothing is more important than the love that I have for my wife. And if you realize that you're losing love for your wife in that moment, you're having that fight, in that moment you're upset, you cannot love her as much as you could possibly. And is it worth it? What am I committed to? Then ask yourself great questions. What am I committed to? If you're committed to the relationship, then let it go. Nothing's that important. So kind of the quote, um, choose to be right or be successful? Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I understand that you were born uh, outside the U.S. I was born? Yes, correct. You were born. Uh, outside the U.S. And, and by the way, this was a big point when I found out you was born. I said, Neil, 
I was born very young, though. <laughs> I must admit, look at me, very young. <laughs> and uh, you were born in my favorite country, so God bless you for that. There's only uh, one country. How do you know about my country? Well, it's, it was named after me, Ken, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's funny, too. <laughs> so uh, you lived there for six years? Yeah. What brought you there? Uh, my father was born there, so you know I, we, I didn't have a choice, guys. <laughs> and uh, from there we moved to India for six months. Didn't like it there. Then we moved uh, to uh, uh, England, and we, we were there thirty-five years. And then from England, I moved to a town uh, which is called Celebration. And where else would I live? Celebration is near Orlando. It is yeah. near Disney, and it's a town that Disney built. Yes, yeah, Celebration is a beautiful. It is. It's, it's a it's utopia, isn't it? Yeah. I, a lot of people think the uh, Truman Show was filmed there, and I keep on telling them that. Maybe it was. It could be. Yeah. All right. So at what point in your life did you realize that you wanted to do what you're doing now? You know, in 2008, and I said earlier on, in the moment you give, the pain disappears. So I started giving, and it, it just got better and better for me because the pain disappeared. And then I started giving more and more, and, and eventually I realized that it's kind of addictive helping other people, and I, I, to be honest, it was quite selfish because I felt so good, uh, but that wasn't my main purpose. My main purpose was, wow, I'm helping people. I'm enjoying this, and it, you know, as every, everything that we do, we do for one reason. We have a meal, we have a relationship, we have a car, a house, for one reason only, and that's for a feeling. The feeling it gave me was so overwhelmingly beautiful. I just wanted to do more of it, and this is what you have to do. Whenever you feel something so powerful, so enjoyable. Follow that feeling, and that will lead you to your mission and your passion. Beautiful. And um, Joyce White Nelson, who I had mentioned earlier yeah. uh, before we started the show, she knows your son, AJ, and so what a small world. She's in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, he worked for Tony Robbins and uh, worked with her in five events, something like that, yeah. and, and said what a, a brilliant, stellar uh, young man he was. And yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know where he got it from. Yeah. Here he is right here. Yeah. And this, this photo is about three or four years old. It came yeah. out in two, 2013, and you have a new book coming out. Yeah. Um, go ahead and uh, talk about that briefly. It, it's called The Happiness Equation, mm -hmm. and it, it uh, tells you the, the simplistic and powerful equation to be happy, and if I could share that. I usually wouldn't let you, but let's do it. Because we're live, let's go ahead and just go all out. Okay. So it's H equals GQ. The first G you have to give, give your time, your energy, your love, your commitment, your joy, your gift, your money. Give it away, but not wanting anything in return. Unconditional. Okay, unconditional, totally, but with a free heart and spirit. The second G is you have to be grateful. Be grateful for what you have, but don't focus on what you don't have. So let me give you an example. Look at your hand. When was the last time you said thank you to them? It's been a little while. What have they done for you? Everything. Everything. Everyone says everything. You know, the caress the people that you've loved, they've written beautiful notes, they've protected you, nourished you, fed you, washed you, bathed you. Imagine life without them. Look at your eyes. It's a small thing, so that's a big thing. Yeah, and you have just a nail. You're like in pain, and you know yeah. that how important it is to have healthy hands. So be grateful. You know, here's an exercise I really want your listeners to get practical advice today. Write down 50 things you're grateful for. I remember a time I was coaching someone and I asked her to write 50 things she was grateful for. She couldn't write down one. And I told her, that's your problem. Mm. She ended up writing 200 things and she overflowed with joy. She was crying. She was so beautiful in her energy and vibrancy. 
So just do this one exercise. Write down 50 things you're grateful for. And it, they don't have to be big things. Your nails, the water that we, uh, that we poop in, that other people in other countries would love to drink from. Be grateful for that, for the air. Well, if you use uh, like an anesthesiology book, you can get 206 just from the bones. There you go. And, and if, you choose, if you choose each hair, you get four more. <laughs> in my case, two. <laughs> All right. And is that the third G? The third G is you have to grow emotionally, physically, spiritually, and mentally. And the beautiful thing about this is at any given time, one of those three Gs is below the rest. So always just work, work on the lowest G. Is it giving? Is it growing? Is it gratitude? That way, that gives you clarity, and that will shift everything up. Once you work on the lowest one, everything rises. And uh, can mm. we see the back of your shirt since we're Facebook Live? This would, this would not normally be the gift we could give, but... Can you see that shirt? Yeah, I can see it. Here we go. Can you see the muscles? I, yeah, those are big muscles. Yeah, are you grateful for those muscles? Okay. I'm grateful for those muscles, both of them. How often do you wear the shirt? Every single day. Every day. And, it's uh, not the same shirt. I have 62 of them. Oh, 62. Wow, that's quite a cycle. Yeah. You know, people think I wear the same shirt every single day, and sometimes I do, but, you know, it's not my problem. It says, can uh, people get them? You know, I've been asked uh, so many times, can people get them? No. No? No. And uh, if you want them, you've got to make them yourself. <laughs> right? I, I, I think we're going to go in the shirt-making business together. <laughs> I, I will get them. Well, you know, I just think it's so important that when you're wearing your brand... And you certainly do, and I do as well, that people really see that you're aligned with you, you're committed, and you have consistency. And when I saw you at stage and you wore that, you even put a little red button, I mean a red... Uh, red nose, yeah. Red nose, yeah. How can you do that? You know, I, I used to do that so often, but in the last month as I've been traveling so much, I just keep forgetting. Um, do you have 62 of them? No, I, 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 I probably have about 50, and okay. I take them away. But the, the beautiful thing about this shirt is that you don't have to think in the morning. I just get up in the morning. Sometimes I sleep in the shirt and I'm ready. So, so they're all black. Yeah, they're all black. And they all have a, one of these. They, have a, um, they always have a hard on. Yeah. Very important. Thing. Very important. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Facebook are going to find this. <laughs> so uh, at what point did you get into personal development, uh, Tony Robbins, et cetera? I started actually with with a company called Landmark. Ah, yes. Yeah, I, I went to one of their events and then another, then another. And I I, I remember uh, sitting in an event. I thought, you know what? I'd love to do what these guys do. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to go through the training. Yeah, being an instructor. Oh, my God. A form leader. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love what they do. Yeah, so that's a little bit of a... Yeah, a little, it, yeah. how much do you know? How much do you know? And by the way, uh, in case you were wondering, Neil was actually giving you the, the real secret, awareness, number one. So Chapter one and chapter, chapter two, one. how to gain awareness. It's really very practical. Yeah, and these chapters, by the way, you can knock them out in a, in a bathroom sitting or less. But it depends if you have diarrhea yeah, or exactly. constipation. No doubt, no doubt. <laughs> if, if, you, if you are grateful for constipation, you can probably finish the book. <laughs> We're getting low and dirty here, guys. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's so important that yeah. most people, they listen with I know. Yeah. And in this book, uh, and also in Landmark uh, Technology, as they call it, when you really think about, you only know a fraction of what you don't know. There's all this stuff you don't know that you don't know. And this book really is beautiful because you get a fresh perspective. And if you go into it with I know, 
it wouldn't land. No, it doesn't land. And you know, people don't listen when they when they think they're listening. What they're really um, working on is their response or their re- retort. So the, the beautiful thing about listening is just to listen. Um, actually, just um, a, a super guy, a coach recently, Mike Tyson. That's one of the quotes he said. He said, "Just listen." Yeah, just listen for a path. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, we can we can post a video underneath or something. Okay. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. It's so funny. It's the funniest video I've ever seen with him. Where did you meet Mike? It was on Necker Island. It's just um, I was just talking to him and his wife, and I was giving him some advice about bringing up children. I asked him, "What's the greatest gift you can give your children?" And he said, "No, I don't know." I said, "The greatest gift you can give your kids, uh, your children, is to give them the ability to handle life." throw adversity at them that they can reasonably handle so that they can stand up by themselves. And that's what happens in nature. But as human beings, we tend to protect our kids too much so that when they do go out in life, they're not ready. Right. Smothering, for instance. Yeah, and it's, it's very selfish because what we're seeking is love, knowing that that love will never disappear. But it does disappear. Hmm. When, when the kids go to college, the, the, the parents are, are, are in such great pain. It doesn't need to be that way. What was happening... Or Necker Island, where is that? Necker Island is Sir Richard, uh, Sir Richard Branson's island in the British Virgin Islands. Uh, I've had the pleasure of probably being there nine times. I, I get uh, immense pleasure of spending time with Richard. He's such a great human being, very humble, uh, very kind, very generous, uh, great humility. He thinks he's funny, but, may, but maybe he is some of the time. He appears to be. Yeah, he, he has a lot of fun. Uh, I remember playing a tennis match with him. And uh, he kept on beating me. Then I said, hey, what do I need to do to improve? He said, oh, you have to play singles. And then I said, oh, that's hard. He said, well, that's why you have to play singles. And that's, that's a great thing we need to learn. You know, if you want to get to a certain place, it's hard. But you have to do the work. It just doesn't come uh, to you for free. And if it does come to you for free, you don't appreciate it. So always get a great mentor. Always listen to what great people have done and do what they've done. I promise you it's a fast track to success. How did you actually meet Sir Richard Branson? I, I joined a mastermind group, and again, that's another great thing. Joining a mastermind group will give you access to great minds and great thoughts and great resources. And from there, um, my, I invited my son to attend, and we attended, and we met him. We were just sitting around, um, and uh, my son said, hey, that's Richard coming in the boat. And I thought, I can't be Richard. I thought there'd be throngs of people jumping on him. But no, he walked up, so we started talking to him. And my son uh, worked for Tony Robbins, and he had an experience with Tony on a plane, on uh, Richard Branson's plane, and we shared that story with Richard have a report, and that was it, really. And we came out next year. At this time, my son had stayed at the Chicago uh, Virgin Hotel, and my son approached Richard and said, Hey, Richard, I, I stayed at your hotel. Uh, may I share some pointers uh, about my stay? And Richard said, oh, wait, wait one minute. And Richard got pen and paper out. This guy's a multi-billionaire, and he got a pen and paper out, started taking notes. Then he gave a piece of paper to my son, and my son said, what is this? He said, that's my personal email address. I want to invite you to the grand opening of my hotel. Mm. How humble was that? How kind was that? And, you know, my son felt amazing. People will always remember how you made them feel. And Richard always does this. He makes people feel so loved, so so humble, so kind, so just a great feeling. I know uh, that's part of the answer to the question I'm about to ask, but what are, what are some other things Sir Richard Branson taught you? Well, uh, humility. Uh, I remember going up to the, um, 
uh, tea station and I had to make a cup of tea and I said, hey Richard, would you like a cup of tea? He said, no, would you let me make it for you? I was shocked. I thought, you know what? That's a great sign. Mm. And I would see him pick up pieces of paper off the floor. He didn't have to do that. Uh, I, I noticed the way he interacts with people. One of his greatest, greatest skills is listening. He's a great listener. He'll always listen and he'll be humble. He's always smiling, uh, yeah. apart from one time. And is that what you're referring to in Chapter 9 Filters? Um, not so much. It's just that, actually, yeah, because when we listen, we listen with a filter. So we make a judgment on a human being and then whatever comes out of their mouth and we listen to it differently. So I, I would listen differently to if my wife said something, my son said something, or my daughter said something, or a mentor would say something, even though it may be the same thing. But with Richard, he, he really has no filter. It's just a matter of um, listening for the greatness in what people are saying and um, being present. That, that's one of the gifts. I've noticed with great people, they're always present. They have the charisma and, and energy and vitality. Now, you had said uh, before this interview that I was going to be carrying your tennis racket uh, in the next event. That's right. And, and my camera. There you go. So I wanted to sneak that in on the air because one of the, the greatest, uh, I guess, visions I had last year was meeting Michael Phelps, um, um, Cal Ripken Jr., and Sir Richard Branson. And as you know, we were at City Gala, and City Gala was, uh, yeah, we're going to do it. So City Gala, I, I met briefly, but I took the photo of Quincy Jones, and you were there. Well, I, did, I, did, I missed that one. Okay, but you were at the event. Okay, I was there. Okay. Yeah, and John Travolta. So John Travolta was there. Yeah, he was. I missed that one, too. Well, he's in this, he's in this bloody book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like John Travolta. Well, um, tell me about your, your greatest personal development that you're doing now. My greatest personal development is really... Touching a billion lives. My mission is to touch 1,000 million lives by December 31st, 2020. I'm looking at radio stations, TV stations, podcasts, um, any stages. And really, I, I'm, I'm not selling anything. I'm just selling the happiness formula that H equals G cubed, that you can lead a richer, fuller, happier life. All you have to do is just get clarity. And Emil is one of those uh, heartfelt leaders thought leaders that really lets your heart guide you. Mm. And I, I saw your social media and we had a conversation and you're letting me have a lick at trying to really amplify what you're doing. Yeah. And I think what you're doing is so beautiful. It's, it's an honor to actually be on your team and, and show the world that you're not only legitimate, but you are committed completely to hitting these numbers. And it's really interesting when someone doesn't have social proof, social media and a campaign, but they do learn blind faith. That's the ultimate uh, signal that you're working with someone that really expects yeah. to be greatness. And, you know, um, I was sharing with Terry and Ken earlier on, there's one, one sentence that changed my life, and that's from Steve Martin. And what it was, it's, be so great that you cannot be ignored. Be so great that you cannot be ignored. And what was interesting is you said that that was live. You met Steve and you said that? Like, no, no, no. Uh, he was... Um, uh, on, a, on an interview. Okay, he's on an interview. So uh, he said, be so great that you cannot be ignored, but I wanted to add a little bit at the end. And if you are ignored, it doesn't matter. So I misunderstood the interview part. I thought you were the one interviewing him. No, 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 no. Okay, so uh, what's your advice on how to raise uh, brilliant children since AJ is uh, 
such an amazing kid. I guess I'm guessing that you're so grateful not only for your kids, but you're so proud of them. Uh, incredible souls. Whenever I have a, an issue, and I have many issues, I, I go to my daughter for advice. She's 24. She's going to optometry school next year, or this year. And the greatest thing you can give your kids is give them the ability to handle life. And you have to throw adversity at them a bit that they can recently handle. So when my son uh, and daughter were young, I, um, and Richard Branson was five years old, he was thrown in the middle of the field, not physically thrown, but he was flat in the field and told to get home by himself. I wanted to do the same with my kids, but my wife said, are you crazy? Are you nuts? And I realized maybe I am. That's not such a smart move. But we did the next best thing. We took them to central London and we dropped them off in, in, in central London and asked them to make their way home. But we didn't just dump them there. We were 10 feet behind them, but only we were only available if they needed us. So they really had to make the decisions. And if they made a wrong decision, they had to work it out. And they did fine, obviously. No, they haven't come back yet. <laughs> <laughs> so how do people get this book? It's really easy. You just pay lots of money yeah. to Amazon. Twenty million, the, the gatekeeper of all our financial woes. This this one was uh, twenty million. Yeah, twenty million. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get this book on Amazon. Immediate happiness. And Neil is uh, writing another book that's going to be coming out this year. Yeah, it's called the Happiness Equation. It'll be um, uh, out on June the second, which is my wife's birthday. And uh, this uh, the Immediate Happiness book is on Audible, Kindle. It's in available in Spanish, and that's it. you got to get it in Hindi. I mean, yeah, I want to get it all over the world. And so how did this book uh, change your life? You know, the, the book gave me some credibility, and it gave me some faith in myself because I thought to myself, you know, who am I to write a book? Who am I to show up in the world as I am? You know, there's a lot of people much smarter than me. Uh, I see them every single day. But then I realized it's not about me. Every day I delayed writing this book, someone was suffering. And that's the secret. Once you take away you from the equation, you get clarity. Don't worry what other people think of you. It's not about you. It's about the difference you make. So that would go to a speaker thinking about how he shows up on stage instead of paying attention to the audience. Yeah, and well, also people have a book in them. They have a great story, but they're, they're so scared of what other people think. They're so scared of writing the right words. They're so scared of... Um, so many things but you don't need to be as long as your intent is pure have pure intent that's the most important thing well it's not just that uh, when you got the book out less people were suffering from the standpoint you could give them solutions but you were able to perpetuate your life to be a bigger leader oh absolutely this book got me to speak <clears throat> on Harvard Fox News I, I spent uh, time with Richard Branson through this book because they allowed me to uh, uh, circulate the book uh, on his island uh, I was able to do a seminar, a workshop on, on Richard Branson's island, which he attended and he contributed to. So writing a book is um, really, uh, it's like a, a business card or gives you credibility that allows you to be your greatness. And it's also a legacy piece, living and after. It is, and it's got the photo of my wife and um, my, my kids. Everyone thinks that the photo is uh, my two daughters and my son uh, because my wife looks so young but really uh, we were having this conversation uh, I the reason I, I put my family on the vote on the front cover is because that's what I stand for 
I, I was told so many times, don't do that, don't do that. And I said, look, I have to be congruent. And that's the secret to living a richer, fuller life. You have to be congruent. So that makes sense. So you're going to give some tips to our listeners on how they can create more happiness in their life. Yeah, so for, the first thing I would do is just perform two to three random acts of kindness. Okay. You know, and a random act of kindness is just as simple as giving someone a smile. You know, like Ken has got these keep smiling cards that that was a prompt. <laughs> that was a great yeah. I'm grateful for yeah. my hand right now that can yeah. hold this. So it's on. so powerful that we are able to just give the gift of our love and commitment and joy. So give it away. Just do something so kind and so generous. Make a phone call to someone that you care for and say, honey, I want to thank you for being in my life or a teacher, or a doctor, or a nurse, just say, hey, thank you, or I, I appreciate your friendship, right? I appreciate your friendship. How do you do that? Every single day, any moment. The way I work my business, the way I work my life is, wherever I go, I'm, a, I'm an unstoppable ninja warrior that will move, touch, and inspire anyone who comes in his path. So uh, this morning, oh, I've got to share this uh, story. I, I had a conversation with a guy from Uber, and he said, Mr. Gupta, you've changed my life. I'm going to go home after this trip and live with my potential. This was five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, but I saw a greatness in him. I said to him, so I don't know who you are, but I know there's something very special about you. He said, how do you know that? I said, the way you spoke to me, the first three words you said to me. So if you live in a world of serving, 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 you disappear and the pain disappears, and it's the most fulfilling experience, I promise you. So 2008 was really a, a pivotal necessity yeah. for you to actually wake up. Yeah, you know, adversity is your friend. It's not what happens, it's who you become. So who are you going to become today? I challenge you to be your greatness. Ask yourself this question. What's my greatness? What's my strength? What is it that I'm here to do? What were you doing before this? I was a doctor of optometry for 20 years, you know, um, Maybe that's why I have the vision now. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay, so give us another tip. Um, be grateful. Just look around you and be grateful for your friends, for your, for your life, what you have. Don't focus on what you don't have. Write down those 50 things you're grateful for. Do a, 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 a generous, kind thing as many times as possible. Give your love. Give your attention. Be present to the person that you love. Tell them what they mean to you. I want to thank you, Ken, for being such a great friend. Uh, you have a great heart. Thank you. Likewise, Anil. I'm very grateful. That's two things. An act of kindness and being grateful. And it was sincere. Be authentic. Be vulnerable. When you're vulnerable, that's when your beauty shines. Was there a time that you weren't doing this and you realized this is no way to live? Yeah, you know, I lived in a world of being arrogant, self-righteous, focused on money, um, and very successful, but I wasn't fulfilled. And the secret to fulfillment is the three Gs, give, grow, gratitude. And how I measure a man's wealth is this. It's what he has left when you take away all his possessions. How kind is he? How generous is he? How loving is he? How playful is he? How present is he? That's the most powerful uh thing that you can do is to realize that you are billionaires if you change the currency. Stop using the U.S. dollar as your currency. Use the currency of love, camaraderie, friendship, giving, growing, gratitude. Your life will change. I love to give an opportunity for people like yourself 
to uh, be grateful and uh, give a shout out to people that changed your life. So if you can think of some books that you would recommend to our uh, listeners as well as some mentors. Yeah. My, my favorite book, and I, I would urge every one of you to read this at least five or six times, is Think and Grow Rich. It's a manual for success. It's a manual for joy. It's a manual for uh, finding out and getting clarity on your life. Um, a person who's uh, obviously uh, uh, Richard Branson has changed my life. Um, we have an interruption here. Yeah, I guess <laughs> those are the commercial breaks, I guess. You should see him. He's, yeah, he's, he's panicking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think he's not grateful for that sound. Yeah, there you go. Of Tony Robbins, um, Zeke Ziegler, Jim Rowan. Do um, you met Jim? I, I haven't met him. Jim Rowan, I haven't met. I've met Zeke Ziegler. But um, my father and my mother, you know, my mother had a, um, I used to think my mother was stupid uh, because she was Indian and she didn't speak English very well, but she spoke six other languages. And I realized I was, I was the guy that was stupid. You know, I took her for granted. Um, at her funeral, hundreds of people were there, hundreds. Normally there's about 30 or 40, but hundreds. And so many people came up to me and said, oh, Uh, your your mum did this for me. She did this for me. She got me a job. She's she was an angel, and I didn't know any of that stuff. So I urge all of you, get to know your father, get to know your mother, ask them stories of, about their lives. It's really important that you do that because you're missing out. Yeah, relate to that. Yeah, <laughs> it's so important. And you know what you pour into your kids is is also equally vital because you're actually creating the legacy to them. Yeah. We have uh, two tearful people here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's living though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's being vulnerable and being present. And I remember at a time I, I decided that I wouldn't, I wouldn't cry anymore. And I, I, I decided to be unemotional. I remember the exact time. And for years and years and years I wouldn't cry. And then all of a sudden I realized, hey, it's okay. It, it's not a sign of weakness. It's okay. And in fact, I, I was watching a program yesterday with my wife, and there was a story about something like that. I started crying. She said, why are you crying? She said, oh, honey, I just being I'm in, the, in the moment with that person receiving that news. And it's a beautiful moment. You know, enjoy other people's enjoyment. Enjoy other people's sadness. But live your purpose. Live your strength. Live your greatness. What are questions that are... Uh, the guide you you have a part about asking mm -hmm. questions. Yeah, uh, talk about those questions and how they yield this uh, the life you want. Okay, so um, in in certain situations, I, I like to make people laugh. So I, I ask myself, what can I do to make this person laugh? What can I do to change their state? You know, because if they're upset or they're not happy, what can I do to help them? <clears throat> how can I show up? What is it? that I'm not doing? What is it I'm doing right? How can I be great in this moment? How can I serve? Um, what's missing? So these are all great questions you can ask yourself. Uh, one of the greatest things is, how can I be a better person right now? And I promise you, if you ask that question, you get such a great answer. And what's that <clears throat> answer for you right now? Just to serve. Just to get out of my head 
take away things I can't control, take away things that, I, that really don't interest me and don't give them power. So I, I don't like the, the bureaucracy, the paperwork, and I've been doing that for the last two days, and it was painful for me. And getting out of that, uh, that place has helped me to focus on my mission. So do what you love. The current events that are happening right now, they're very concerning, a bit uh, dramatic, troublesome. What, what, what would you say to someone that could, doesn't know they could make a difference in the world? You can make a difference. And the thing is, let me give you an example. So a man and his son are walking along a beach, and there's thousands of starfish stranded on the beach. And the son picks up a starfish and throws it back in the ocean. And then he picks up another one, and he throws it back in the ocean. And the father says, son, there's thousands of starfish you know, what difference does it make? And the son picks up a starfish and says, Dad, it makes a difference to this one. And that's how you should show up. If you just make a difference to one person, do one thing that will make them happy, make them smile, you never know the impact. They may be on the verge of committing suicide that same day. And actually, this is what the Uber driver told me this morning. He said, um, uh, Mr. Gupta, I, I remember my first Uber drive I picked up this girl and she, after having a few conversations with her, she said, Mr. Uber driver, I was about to commit suicide tonight. Now I'm not. So we don't know the impact we can have on people. Just be, just be strong and powerful and remove you from the equation and just serve. I promise you it makes a difference. Well, I guess we're amplifying emotion yeah. very well. There you go. Thank you for giving your heart. There's no tissues here, guys. <laughs> There's a, fresh, there's a fresh shirt I just got to Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, what uh, I marvel at is that in 2008, when you said that you were in this dilemma of either, even worthiness, and you're talking about the fact that you've got these masterminds, that's quite an achievement, as masterminds can be a bit of a commitment financially. How did you that that shift? Well, the thing is, you have to work backwards. You know, where do you want to get to? So I people by December 31st, 2020, then I have to ask myself, what do I need to do to get there? So I have to get on the Ellen DeGeneres show. I have to get on uh, the Oprah show. I have to speak to very high influencers. And then and then I have to become unstoppable. Last six weeks, I've been everywhere and giving content away to many influential people in any way that I can. Who are some of the influential people that you've met recently that um, would like to help you? Uh, let me see. Um, we, we met Paula Abdul. There's a gentleman by the name of uh, Bill Dorfman, who's a dentist, who does a, a lot of philanthropic work. There's the Unite for Good. Obviously, Bill Walsh has been a, a, a great help. Um, let me think who else was there. Um, you know, many just great people who, who are very well connected. That are willing to help me fall through least uh, Kevin Harrington from Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Um, I met um, uh, Magic Johnson recently. That that was a great thrill. Um, Mike Tyson was very uh, helpful in, in giving me a, an amazing testimonial. And um, you know, it doesn't matter who you meet. Give them your time because um, I remember a time at an airport. I was uh, sitting around. And a man was uh, putting some instruments in his car, and I said, hey, would you like some help? He said, no, no, I'm fine. And uh, as he left, uh, the airport manager came around, and I said, oh, that, that was an interesting man. He said, yeah, do you know who that was? I said, no, I have no idea. And he said it was um, 
something Rogers, the uh, guitarist for Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. What's his name? I have to Google it. Yeah, I know. You're I, I forgot. But you know, to me, I would never have recognised him. So you never uh-huh. know who, who you're spending time with. I remember uh, um, uh, on Echo Island, just talking to people, and I had no idea who they were. One of them was. Uh, a, a famous uh, mm-hmm. owner of a large restaurant chain. I, I would have never guessed, but it, that doesn't matter. It's what it, uh, it's important is look at people's energy. If their energy uh, vibrates at a similar energy to yours, go spend time with them, and you you both win. And life is about two things: relationships and health. And talk about mindset. Mindset is so powerful. You know. Um, you have to be aware of what you're saying to yourself. A lot of people have negative incantations. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not powerful enough. I'm too young. I don't know enough. I'm a failure. I'm not good enough. There's something wrong. I don't belong. And just be aware of the incantations you say to yourself and replace them with something like this. I'm strong. I'm powerful. I'm a force for good. I'm unstoppable. I'm a ninja warrior. I can handle this. I always have. I always will. It's my life. I, I choose how I run it. I choose how I live it. Do something like that. That will empower you. And the body and the brain will listen. Mindset is everything. I love the fact you included so many quotes in this book. Uh, and they're obviously very special. There's, I don't know how many, hundreds of thousands of quotes. Uh, these are the ones. Can you tell me a couple that were your favorite? Well, really, I like um, uh, Gandhi's quote, Be the Change, because that's so powerful. You know, we can say that we want to be kind, but if we're not being kind... Uh, I remember him telling the story of a mother coming to him and saying to him, please stop my son from having sugar. And he said, no. And the woman, the mother was very upset. And he said, come back in a month. So the woman came back in a month with her son. And she said, will you you now tell my son to stop eating sugar? And he said, son, stop eating sugar. And the mother said, why didn't you say that a month ago? He said, how can I tell him to stop sugar when I have sugar. So I had to stop sugar for a month before I could tell him to stop sugar. Be the change. It's so powerful. Yeah, and uh, it only takes one person to make something happen. One person can create a movement. Be unstoppable. And that's my mission, is to create a movement of happiness and joy so that we can all serve each other to a greater level. Uh, Tim Ferriss says the success is related to the amount of uncomfortable conversations you're about to have, uh, that you're willing to have. And obviously, with you being on the road, being away from your family, the events you go to obviously are your connection to people otherwise. And even though the internet and social media and Zoom and all these other things are possible, there's something about that connection. And it makes a big difference. One to one connection is people realize how you show up. If you look them in the eye, they can see, you know, your kindness, your joy, your gift, your beauty. Just that one to one connection is so powerful. And, you know, um, you said a very important thing here. As human beings, we love to be comfortable about being comfortable. And what we have to become is uncomfortable about being comfortable and comfortable about being uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable is where the growth comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I saw that you were meeting all these people, how these people get mad if you didn't get uncomfortable and get out of your space. Because you're living something right now that I think you're even at some level marveling at. It's a... a it's doing your homework, meaning just go out and give, give, give. Because, uh, as I said earlier on, St- Steve Martin's quote is this, be so great that you cannot be ignored. And if you are ignored, it doesn't matter. So just keep on doing that. 
and there comes a pivoting, a pivoting point, a tipping point, as we spoke earlier, mm-hmm. that things will start to happen and how you show up will change because your vibrational energy will change. And as you change your vibrational energy, you will attract different people into your life. To give uh, some thank yous to some people you have mentioned, what events have you been to that have really changed your life? Um, I, there was a gentleman by the name of Tom Beal. Tom, I love you, man. He introduced me to uh, a group of people through JV Zoo and the, the, the people at JV Zoo, uh, E. Brian Rose and uh, Rich Mr. Zimmerman, Rich yeah. Williams. From there, I got to meet uh, a lot more people. Bill Walsh has been an amazing mentor, very kind, very generous. He's always uh, uh, looking after my needs, my wants. He can, he's helped me, introduce me to people. In fact, about uh, seven years ago, I, I, I heard him talk at, uh, at, at a friend's house where he, he, he did a one-to-one with me and taught me how to connect with people. But I, I really didn't use the advice until a few years ago. But the thing is, he gave, and he gave that long ago. And from that, I, 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 I've got working with him. I've stayed at his house. He's been a, a great influencer, a great mentor, but he's a, a very gifted soul. Um, so I'm very grateful to you, Bill. I love you, man. I thank you for the many gifts you've given me. And, and I see how you show up in the world. You're a beautiful soul. Um, my wife has been amazing. Uh, my son has been incredible. You know, we've gone through some tough times together, and um, they've showed up. They've, they've been unstoppable. And you uh, are a faculty member at CEO Space. Oh, uh, Bernie Dorfman. Yeah, uh, really super guy. I, I love you, man. Uh, you're intelligent. Uh, you're kind. You're generous. You're inspiring. I see how many lives you change, and I'm honoured to be part of the group. And I know that the, there's an event coming up in May. If you, if you can come to the CEO space, it's in Orlando. My son is speaking, uh, uh, and he's a great, one of the greatest speakers on the planet. So, um, and if, if I've forgotten your name or I haven't mentioned your name, please, you know I love you and I care for you and I, I honor you. Uh, so please don't think that I've forgotten if I, uh, I've forgotten your name. So everything is going on in my head. There's so many people. Uh, Richard Branson, uh, um, just so many people uh, that helped in so many ways. Who's who's someone you want to meet? I know you mentioned Ellen, Generous, and Oprah. Is there anyone else you want to meet that is a mindset that you're channeling? Um, really, you know, they're the two people uh, I, I, I'd love to meet. And um, I would like to meet President Trump for one reason only, that there are 22 suicides a day by the military. And we have to stop that. And I think Mr. Trump would have the power and the urgency to do that. So, Mr. Trump, if you're listening, please stop these 22 people from committing suicide every single day. There's no need. We can stop it today. Let's do that. So, you're, everything I get from you is anything that's possible. And not only is everything possible, but the more that you give and the more grateful you are, the happier you are. And, it, and it's, it's so beautiful that life works that way. So, that's actually easy. It, it, it made it, life complicated. And uh, the part that you said about filters is so important because when people think they hear who they've heard from the past, they're bringing the past and the present. They're not creating a new future and a new possibility. And I think the one thing that uh, you and I are really aligned on is landmark education teaches you to create possibility in, in your life. Yeah. And, and, and Tony Robbins teaches you how powerful you are, mm-hmm. and, and the, the firewalk, how many times have you done that? 
Maybe about 12 times. Maybe yeah. 12. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know if this is a racist joke, but you know, Indian women shouldn't do firewalks because you know, they, they waste sarahs and they go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if that's PC, but I, I don't care. Uh, that was, uh, that was very PC. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you most proud of in your life right now? I'm most proud, really, of my son, my wife, and my daughter. Really, they're beautiful souls. They're, they're, they're just great energy, very caring, very loving, very supportive. So they're, they're the people I'm the most proud of. So you bring them onto the stage in your heart when you when well, you speak? Always. I, I'm always speaking about my son, what a great speaker he is. My daughter's amazing soul. And my wife um, is a blessing to me in many ways. She's put up with a lot of stuff, uh, a lot of bad behavior, a lot of arrogance. And, you know, she, she often said to me, honey, I know that there's greatness inside of you. I know what your heart's made of. And, uh, you know, she stuck by me. Well, and she actually affirmed it. She believed in you to the point that you believed it yourself. There you go. You know, and, and as human beings, we have a greatness inside of us. But sometimes other people see the greatness inside of us well before we do. So anyone that's in D.C., you are at the convention center tomorrow. Correct. With 6,000 of your friends. Yeah. And you're going to pour your heart on the stage. What is, what is your goal? What are you going to teach? My, my promise is, if you attend my uh, uh, talk tomorrow, it's at 1.30 at the convention center here. I promise you this. You'll be moved, touched, and inspired. You'll have a greater love for yourself and a greater love for other people so that you leave uh, the, the, the talk leading a richer, fuller, happier life. That's my absolute guarantee for you. Do you uh, do Facebook Live when you're at events like that? Not, not always, because sometimes I do one-to-one interventions, and I, I don't want to uh, embarrass anybody. But I, I, I love my Facebook talks. I do a, a ton of them. We talk about all the different aspects of human beings, why we sabotage relationships, why we fail, what stops us, and our limiting beliefs. So anytime I'm in a situation where I, I could teach a lesson, I'll do a Facebook Live. Okay. So tomorrow you're going to have plenty of your books at, at the convention center. Yeah, I've got Terry, Terry, I believe, is going to be uh, joining me to see you again tomorrow. So Fantastic. We're going to get a lot of Anil uh, and, and energy. I'm funny, too. Very <laughs> funny. <laughs> so, again, how can people connect with you on Facebook? Uh, thank you for making me, again, an admin of your page yeah, so I can actually do the most I can to support you. No, thank you. Thank you. This guy's been amazing. He's an admin on my page. He's going to help me get my message out there. So the best way to get a hold of me is go to my website, immediatehappiness.com, amazing content. And from there, you can find your happiness score. If you want a clarity session with me, I'd be happy to do that with you. So you're going to give a happiness score? Yeah. There's a happiness test in three minutes. You can find out how happy you are. And you get a score and detailed breakdown of areas of your life you need to work on. Gift. There you go. And so, in closing, not only have you been amplified, but you are actually amplifying happiness at the highest level to this radio show, and we're going to feature you in every kind of way, in books and social media. So, thank you so much for not only your time, but thank you. giving your heart. And I will say, I'm so glad that I came out to see you live, because I don't know if I would have gotten a sense of the emotion, yeah. and it was very beautiful. It was emotional today, guys, but, you know, that's where the vulnerability comes in. You know, you fed my hunger, right? <laughs> Either that or it, or it ate my uh, abdomen or something. <laughs> No emergency break. <laughs> well, Anil, thank you so much. You're a beautiful human being, and thank you for being on the show. I'll see you tomorrow. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to follow Anil, again, follow him on social media, and you're welcome in the D.C., Virginia, Maryland area. Heck, if you're in California, get a flight tonight. Come on out. There you go. <laughs> Change your lives. 
All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Have a great week. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplify. Be sure to join Ken Rashawn again next Tuesday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard. Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 